Hey you guys, welcome to Everything Real Housewives. Today I'm going to talk about the Real Housewives of New York. Um, now this season has been kind of boring so far, not going to lie. Um, but this episode uh, was interesting. There were some good parts about it. Um, so I'm going to recap that for you today and let you know all my real thoughts on this episode. So basically this episode started out with Leah having like a family dinner. She had her brother there. She had her parents there. Um, and I feel like the producers are just trying to make this happen so desperately. Um, trying to make us like get so involved with Leah and her family. Um, we keep seeing her sister basically attending like all these Real Housewives events for New York. And I feel like Lee is trying desperately to get her sister as a part of the cast. Honestly, I don't feel it. I don't think her sister is that interesting. She never really has that much drama to bring to the table. And then at this family dinner, she's introducing her brother again. And her brother is like one of those types... I think he's in his late 20s, but he looks like a full-on hipster. Um, he's got his little stash going. Um, and I've seen polls online about whether or not people think her brother is hot. And I think he's cute, but again, like, he's not that interesting. And I don't think we need to make this happen. So I'm not here for it, but let me know what you think. Um, and this family dinner is happening in Leah's little apartment, and I feel like Leah is trying to elevate herself so much, and good for her, but she's in this, like, kind of crappy New York apartment, like, she has these old parquet floors from the 70s, she has just, like, Ikea-looking kitchen cabinets, and it's just not really feeling it for me, you know? All the other women have such, like, fabulous New York lives, and Leah, I feel like, is kind of a bit of a broken-down version. So, again, like, this is where the casting, I feel like, is going wrong with New York. Um, what made New York so good is that the women had, like, these crazy, like, elite lives, and I'm just not really feeling that from Leah. So, anyway, of course she's talking about how she wants to start writing a book and I feel like this is just so cliche housewives. Every housewife obviously has to write a book. I know she's probably making money off of it so good for her but I'm not really sure it's a book that I personally would read. She's talking about how it's a self-help book, sorry self-help book um, or not self-help book. Not really sure what's going on there but I'm not sure how qualified Leah is to give advice because her life has been kind of a mess. That's kind of how she sells herself. Um, and at the dinner table, she's like talking about, oh, if I wasn't in the club scene, if I wasn't into like drugs and alcohol, then I could have been a star athlete. I could have gone to Harvard. And I'm like, girl, it's not that easy <laughs> to just get into Harvard or become a star athlete because you're sober. Like, that's not how the world works, but okay. The only thing that's redeeming for Leah is her mom, Bunny. I absolutely love her. I find she's so funny because she's thinking a lot of the same thoughts that I am, to be honest. <laughs> she criticizes Leah for apparently Leah got three plastic surgeries in like six months and her mom brings that out. Um, that's wild. Uh, so that was news to me at least. Um, but anyway, then we go over to Ramona, and obviously she's trying to get her real estate license, she's trying to get that going, 
Um, but basically she was just like on the phone with Sonia and I guess Sonia contracted COVID-19, which was actually a surprise to me because I don't know if I remember seeing that online, like Sonia being sick. I know Ramona for sure was out and about, um, like peak COVID and definitely got it at some sort of a party. Um, but I didn't know Sonia was sick. So anyway, her and her former intern were both sick and I feel so bad for that intern because firstly I'm pretty sure Sonia is not paying her interns so this poor girl is not only not getting paid but now she gets COVID from Sonia and apparently they're both like dying um so yeah not good not good um they quickly switch over to Ebony um this was interesting now she actually did find her dad from that DNA geneticist that she was working with on the last episode and that's crazy again I feel like this woman is gonna get so much business after this being aired on national tv because she actually narrowed down her father within a week of meeting Ebony and I thought that was so wild so they kind of leave it off with like Ebony trying to contact him he doesn't answer her phone call but I think um he probably is open to the relationship because apparently he did get the DNA test in order to confirm um what the DNA geneticist thought to be true that he's her father and so clearly that's an olive branch um, but anyway, we switch back to Sonia, who apparently was on her deathbed, but is doing much better. Um, but she's like talking about uh, when she had COVID that apparently the women were all really great to her. But Ramona especially came through for her. She like got her flowers. Um, she had like a fever and Ramona was going to call an ambulance. Um when Sonia like wasn't feeling well apparently Ramona like tried to bust through her front door like all of these things so I just thought it was really cute because clearly they had like formed a genuine friendship over the course of the show and I just loved the two of them together like peak Real Housewives of New York for me was when Ramona and Sonia were doing their like turtle time duo like that was such a fun era of Real Housewives of New York and this kind of gives me like a glimmer back to then um, and I just thought that was really sweet so anyway the women decide I guess Ramona decides that she's gonna have the ladies back to her Hamptons house and I'm, honestly I'm kind of surprised based on the previous time they were there which was also this season and apparently four months before when the women were like going crazy there and fighting and I just couldn't believe Ramona decided to host them again first of all. Uh, but as Sonia's getting ready, or sorry, as Ramona's getting ready for this, obviously the ladies are talking about, you know, getting down to the Hamptons and whatnot, and Sonia and Lou FaceTime, and this was like quintessential Sonia, and I really don't think this was a produced moment, I think it was actually real life when they were FaceTiming, Sonia thinks she like ends the call, and of course Sonia is just talking crap about Lou after she thinks she's hung up the phone and it was so funny because first of all that's my nightmare I would <laughs> be so embarrassed if that happened to me but second of all Sonia says it perfectly well like 
I'm pretty sure we all talk crap about our girlfriends. Like, who else are we talking crap about? And I totally took that. <laughs> um, totally got it. So anyway, that was just like a classic moment. Um, but sorry, living in a city, all these like background noises. Um, but anyway, so Luann apparently accuses Sonia of being drunk in that moment, and I just don't think that was true whatsoever. First of all, it's in the middle of the afternoon. Second of all, she's with her interns, and I'm pretty sure she's not just, like, having casual drinks with them. Um, and third of all, she just really seemed in her right state of mind anyhow, so I'm not sure where Luann got that from. I think it was really catty and actually really mean considering, you know, Sonia has had her evenings, as we've seen. Um, but the ladies head down to the Hamptons, and, uh, Luann gets there first, but the other ladies are in, like, a classic party bus situation, heading down to the Hamptons. And I guess Brashawn is coming, so they're going to put her in the lower level. And again, just brings back a lot of mems, you know, <laughs> the lower level. Um, but anyway, um, I kind of forgot Brashawn was actually on the show. And I know she's kind of like a friend of, that's her casting this season, but I literally just forgot about her. So anyway... Luann shows up, classically in the background as she's showing up, her bags contain a Giovanni bag, and at this point I'm just wondering if it's product placement, like Giovanni's probably like, you know what Luann, if you show our bag in your luggage, going to Ramona's Hamptons house, you can just literally have any dresses you want from our store, we don't care, and I kind of think that's the case because these women are just always having scenes with Giovanni and at this point they're just free advertising to them. Um, but Luann shows up and she starts bringing up the Sonia thing again. Like, I believe Sonia was drunk, I can't believe Sonia did this to me, talking crap. And to be honest, Sonia didn't even say anything bad on the phone, first of all. And second of all, I feel like this is just the producers trying to create a drama moment when there is no drama. Like, it's so tired. <laughs> um, there's not much happening. So it was just like a failed attempt, at least for me. Like, I really don't think it was that big of a deal. And Ruan is just trying to stir something up to keep the show and the ratings relevant. So there's that. Um, and then the other ladies show up, and Leah, of course, shows up in, like, this big, like, pink puffy jacket and, like, these purple sweatpants, and she literally looks like she's, like, 12 years old, and it's just such a scene because next to her is Ebony, who's, like, the most beautiful dresser and, like, the most sophisticated and elegant clothing and Leah just looks like a fool next to her, in my opinion. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, we cut back to, like, Sonia and Ramona. And I think, like, through the COVID situation, Sonia just really realized who her true friends were. And again, like, Sonia and Ramona are actually the best of friends. And when it counts, they really come through for each other. And I feel like there was just, like, this moment where Sonia completely realized that, you know, Sonia, or sorry, Ramona has Sonia's back. And honestly, vice versa as well. So it was just a really sweet moment. 
Um, but anyways, they're hugging. You see that the, they both have these like jewels on their foreheads. And I don't know if I missed something like the theme of this Galentine's, but I was just so confused as to why they were all wearing these little jewels on their forehead. Um, so it was a sweet moment, but that looked a little ridiculous to me. Um, but anyway, the ladies obviously are having this like beautiful Galentine's Day dinner. Sonia, or sorry, Ramona. Honestly, I keep mixing them up. Ramona has pulled out all the stops and it's like beautifully decorated with red roses and like red little cushion covers and stuff. Um, and the ladies are chatting, obviously, and they start talking about dating. And Leah's saying, oh, like, I'd love to get a sugar daddy. And honestly, if she's putting it on the universe slash putting it out on national television, I'm sure that she's pretty much guaranteed a sugar daddy. It just depends who she's willing to put up with. Um, so that was interesting. And I really don't put it past her because honestly, I think that Leah, as with a lot of other housewives, but she's using this as a platform to like elevate herself. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, so Sonia's date with that man on that other episode apparently fizzled out because during COVID or during her like illness, he didn't send her chicken soup. He really didn't do anything for her. And honestly, I think that, again, this is another produced moment where I'm pretty sure the two just went on one date and it was filmed and this was not a true relationship. So no surprise there. Um, but anyway, they bring up Harry Jubin again. And I'm just like, is Harry Jubin like the only eligible bachelor in New York? Like, I'm so confused. They literally have a pin on the tail situation for Harry Jubin and it's so strange because I'm like is Harry Jubin like in on this like did he okay this and sign off on this for him to be mentioned like every casual episode I'm just really confused um does he not have friends and family who are wondering why he's constantly being mentioned on Real Housewives of New York does he not have a job and co-workers where people are mentioning this classic little um situation between Harry, Ramona, Sonia, and Luann. Like I really don't know. Um, but the producers are just trying to stir the pot and get any content at this point. Um so anyway that was the episode this week. Um it is what it is. Uh but next episode is actually Real Housewives of Barley Hills and of course that's like one of my favorite shows to watch so I'm excited to watch that tonight and I'll be back with a recap on that. Okay, bye guys.